How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. We're uh, still excited for the album and that kind of stuff. I, I listened to it today in the car and it it melted my face in a very good way. <laughs> nice. I actually still want to listen to it in a car because they say that there you can listen uh, if it's like well mixed or something and I couldn't have a chance yet but it's nice and it's nice to hear that you enjoyed it yeah I, I felt the drums on my chest when they were hitting in the background like as the beat was going it felt like a a pulsing effect right here which was awesome yeah uh, is it the first time that you gave it a listen yeah, I I listened to it initially when I asked you guys to talk, but this was the first time that I really started from the beginning and gave it the full experience. And yeah. it you guys rock, man. <laughs> like hard. Hard. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Especially in the artwork. The artwork is gorgeous. Can you tell me about the artwork a bit and how you got that? Yeah, uh, we're, we were working with a designer, which is also an illustrator from Spain. Her name is Elena Ibanez. Uh, you can find her work uh, tagged into our post in Instagram. Also, you can look for her as Elena Ibanez Ilustración. It's, it's in Spanish. Mm. So we also found her through Instagram. We uh, have found that she made a, another artwork for a Spanish uh, rock band. And it was pretty good also. So we told her that we wanted to work with her and we shared with her a couple of the, the pieces of the songs uh, on that time and tell her that we wanted something like um, very dreamy, very uh, like experimental uh, at that point. And we also let the designer to express free herself. You know, it was like a kind of a jam with uh, her, her ideas mm -hmm. and the references that we gave her. So it was pretty much it. Yeah, it's a, the, the colors are pretty dark on it. Like they're bright, but there's a sort of darkness to it that I really appreciate. And I, I spent some time just looking at the eyeballs on it because it feels like <laughs> they're sort of looking right at you. Which is Yeah, actually, I don't know if you had the chance of uh, getting the physical CD. I have not. The, uh, um, where, uh, maybe we can send you some photos because in the inlays of the CD, it's still more art, more artwork. So it's mm. like a continuation of the front and the rear cover. It's like the continuation in even behind the, the CD, it's like still more illustration. So it's pretty beautiful. We I will send you a lot of pictures. Uh, awesome. we're, out, we're out of CDs right now. Um, but we would want to send you some, some CD someday. For sure, man. Do you do you know if you guys plan to press the album on vinyl? Yeah, actually, uh, just in this week, we're announced that maybe uh, around July 
we are going to receive the vinyls. Right now, it's a done deal. We're um, making those in Peru. Mm. But you can also look for the for the page that is actually pressing the vinyl. It, they they managed to press another rock bands in, uh, all around the world. So they are called Nesio Records mm. in Peru. And I will um, give you the page if you wanted to check it out. It's also very interesting. Please do. I will definitely be grabbing a copy for sure. Yeah, it's around July, uh, maybe uh, August. That's the dates we have on our minds. Groovy. How, how did you make that happen with the record? Well, actually, everything has been going pretty fast because um, we have a, we had a lot of help of another um, manager kind of uh, here in Mexico City, which is LSDR Records. Mm -hmm. They are more focused in kind of doom, stoner rock, but they found found out our band in a live session that we did around November past year. Yeah. And they offered to take out our CD in, well, it was a limited edition of 100 copies. Mm -hmm. And after that, uh, we had like a lot of, a lot of success during the, the pre-sale of the, of the album. We sold out the album pretty much before that it was out like that before the January 29th. And um, for that time, that this guy in Peru had already listened to the album. And one day he threw us a, me a message to the page that he wanted to make us a deal to press the vinyl. And it was pretty much a good deal because we uh, pretty much we don't have to pay anything. So it, it is amazing, you know, because here in Mexico, it's uh, sometimes, sometimes it's pretty much all the time. It's kind of hard to do that vinyl stuff. It's, it's so expensive. So mm -hmm. this was a, a good chance to do it. That is wonderful, man. So tell me how you guys went from starting as a band and how you made it to creating an album and actually getting it distributed what's that path look like yeah well the band is actually pretty young we have uh the band is uh, active since 2018 mm. and then before they were actually another members in the band <laughs> it's funny because right now none of the original members is right here <laughs> and yeah but uh the 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 members have been like changing on um, within the time yeah and i i have i have gotten into this band around a half a year and a half ago and i was uh, originally like um, trying to be the singer but it was a treat for 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 me to getting to play the organ in the band because i really don't know how to sing i just wanted <laughs> to play yeah i just wanted to play the organ in the band Mm -hmm. And after a year or so, I, I knew already this guy, my friend Israel, because we were playing in another band. And uh, he was the best player precisely there. And I told him like, hey, man, well, we actually knew the band from before because we know that we knew that uh, they were doing interesting stuff. And we followed the band. And I told him like, uh, 
dude, this is the time we gotta get inside the Rostro del Sol. And I like um, told him that he, he needed to be here playing the bass. And right mm -hmm. now it's like the best thing that could ever happen to us because we are so fine with the members right now. It's the music is just flowing fine. And that actually made uh, the things a lot easier for us to release the album. Because even with the pandemic and all this stuff, uh, now with the right persons, with the right people, it's easier, you know, uh, because all the, all the work, it's flowing easily. You really don't have to force anything. And it was pretty natural. And it has the delays because there were times when the studio uh, wasn't open because of the pandemic. Then we had to wait around one or two months. But uh, besides from that, we we were able to work uh, super super fast. Uh, this guy actually recorded the bass in pretty much one take, all the all the songs. So it was in one day the, the recording of the bass. It was it was amazing. It was a, an amazing experience. Uh, it was actually my first album that I was recording professionally. I think that it's his fierce one too and the mm -hmm. drummer also i present you to the drummer he's the there the guy that you were telling before that it was hitting into your chest he's the responsible for that he's a drummer i i can i can really hear you thank you for the drums <laughs> Yeah, and that pretty much sums up uh, the, the process from the band from 2018 to this day and the process of the recording. Cool. So was it like one big jam then or did you have ideas that you sort of worked on? Well, um, the, the work actually was pretty much from Mitch. This guy was the main composer from pretty much all of the songs in this first album, but everyone was contributing with his parts. So it was kind of a jam because all time we are jamming when, when we are in the studio or something like that. But they were there were main, main ideas from Mitch and we, the three of us, would try to incorporate our, our own ideas and influences to make it sound like more consistent. What are some of each of your influences? Okay, uh, just let me ask them to yeah, yeah. a few ones. Ah, bueno, si quieres contestar. Well, um, for me, jazz is the the main influence in in my style. Um, progressive rock, classic rock, the sixties, and other influencing and punk. <laughs> This. You you definitely you can hear it in there. You can hear a lot of these different things. Yes, the the complete album is uh, a money college of influence. You know. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of different bands that you guys sounded like, and I, I kept coming up with like the Doors. And then maybe um, Queens of the Stone Age is another band from the States here that have a really, a similar sound that's sort of heavy, but still very rhythmic, just like you guys. 
Yeah, and well, for the bassist, he has uh, told me before, he it's uh, pretty much listens um, a lot of stuff. He he loves progressive rock also, but he's also into many things, um, into salsa even. Mm. He, he really enjoys that kind of, of things. And he's a very versatile uh, listener. So that would be his main influences. Mm. So what sorts of things do you guys want to bring to a song individually with your instrument? Uh, personally, I try to incorporate group and ambiences in the background of the songs. I think that that's pretty much my work within the keyboards. Mm -hmm. I have always liked the rhythmic parts of the songs and I try to, to make it more like complete. I like to, to be considered as, um, as a secondary instrument, but something that it's like always in the background, you know, like feeling those, those silences and make everything like uh, get um, coherently or something like that. that. I think that that is my, my work. Let me ask these guys to see what, cool. what they think. Este, pues, yo siento que con mis bajos aporto como bases un poco sólidas y a la vez como también diferentes, no lo sé, como un poco más volátiles, a la vez como de, que van cambiando. Y eso es lo que me agrada, que, que pude aportarle algo al rostro, ¿no? Well, he says that with his bass, he tries to make like some consistent parts in the, in the songs. And also he tries to make this, this bass uh, these bass lines like um, cons constantly changing and that's like he's trying to to apport to the band i love that because um a lot of typical bass seems to stick to one sort of pattern and acts as like the backbone of the song but i definitely heard what he was saying where the bass plays with the other instruments and has its own moments and has its own sort of uh, breath. So I, I definitely yeah, this, hear that. Yeah, these guys in the rhythmic park are just insane. You know, they are like so attached to each other. They are fucking awesome. Huh. I love them. <laughs> um, and for me, the drum is not only rhythming, rhythming the songs, you know, the drum is the head of the song, one of the head of the song. Mm. It's the beat. It's not only the beat. The drums is a crazy pattern in the song because jazz is the mental drumming. Uh, for me, it's my. <laughs> that would be his thing that he is trying to to sum up to the band. Yeah, for sure. How how did you guys find your particular instruments? Uh, I originally was playing guitar in my young days when I had like a 14, 15 years, something uh -huh. like that. And I started playing keyboard seriously around two years ago. Uh, it was because, I don't know, I, I really wanted to, to play some uh, keyboard parts from 70s bands that I love. And that was pretty much it. What sorts and of bands? Uh, well, I make kind of covers from everything, especially from Italian prog rock. Mm. I kind of love those bands and I constantly try to make like 
covers or something like that. I think that it's my way to study harmony or something like that and understand the music. Mm-hmm. And that would be it. And I think that this guy has been always been with, uh, with the bass. Also, he knows to play guitar, but he has specialized more a little bit with the bass. Also, mm-hmm. he is right now learning to play transversal flute. So he's like sort of instrument, multi-instrumentalist, something like that. And for Damien? Um, uh, for me, the drums, beginning in seven years old. And it's my life, drum is my life, is my my complement. And you know, I don't, I don't think playing other instruments. The drum is my instrument. I can hear it in just the way that you talk about it. You, you have the there's a love, there's a love there with the way that you talk about it. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so what, what is a transversal flute? What is that? Uh, well, I don't know if maybe I translate that badly or something like that. But it's like a classical instrument. You can find it on a huge orchestras or something like that. So, that so like a, a typical, like... Um, it's made of like metal, sort of? Yeah, it's the large one. It's the one that you have to hold like something like mm. that. Like, like the band Jethro Toll. I don't know if maybe you- Jethro Toll? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. That, that kind yeah. of flute. <laughs> right on, man, right on. How, uh, yeah. how is that? Is that difficult to learn? Pues la verdad sí un poco. Pero creo que con la práctica y como estoy tomando clases en una escuela de música, creo que sí, ya para el, tal vez el segundo disco, el tercer disco, podemos tener frases con la upload. He says that it's a little bit difficult, but it takes a lot of practice to get better. Mm. And as right now he's studying in a music school, he feels like uh, he's going to, to make it. And maybe for the second or third see disc from Rostro del Sol, he would be incorporating some flute parts in our sound. Maybe in the next album, his flute is playing. Yeah, we would be thinking about that a lot. Will the the flute be faster or slower? Like, will it be with the sort of fast pace you have now or will it kind of sit in the background softer? Or do you not know? Where we we still really really don't know we uh, right now we are composing composing the new songs we have around two or three new songs, awesome. But we haven't really think about the flute parts, so we would need like to sit down and compose them or jam with that something like that to came up with, with something. Cool, I'm excited to hear it. I I really like the way in which you guys um, organize songs on the album i think it's a it's a good length and like because they're usually they clock in around six six seven eight minutes and i think that it's a good it takes you on a little trip and then gives you like just a quick break (laughs) yeah do you guys think you'll stick with that sort of pattern we actually think talked about that a lot because it was also a an important decision as you were telling us 
Mm. It is like to complete the experience all with the art, artwork from the order of the songs. You have to really think all, all, all these things to make sure that the uh, experience that you are trying to give with the album, it's like um, interesting, you know, like it's complete, it's a whole. So we were trying to, to, to keep that idea and we made that effort on organizing the songs in a way that it was more um, obvious that we were trying to say something, you know, to, to express something, maybe not specifically, but it was a, a, an idea that it was very, very structured. Cool. Do you guys have any plans for touring once the world heals a little bit? Yes, then after the COVID, <laughs> you know, the situation in, in this world is very, very difficult to, to tour for now, but maybe the next year I'll be planning a, a little tour, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, even the when we were taking the album out, we received a couple of uh, proposals from another countries to press the vinyl in other countries than Peru. Also, we were offered in Spain twice and also in Greece, we were offered also to take out the vinyl. But we thought that this offer in Peru was the best one. But may, I was telling you this because one of them, the, the Greg guy told us that if we wanted, we could tell him and we would give us support to make an European tour. So that would be interesting. We are not planning that specifically right now, but we have Europe in our minds, certainly. Yes, the dream is, the dream is to play in Europe, you know? The many, many great bands play in Europe. And it's, yeah. a, it's a good thing. We kind of have that goal. Right on. I, I hope to see it. And of course, fr French. The mm. French people, it's great musicians. Yeah. And also, <laughs> also, we would be, we would like to play around the US. Uh, it would be awesome because uh, a lot of great tours happen there. And it's a great scene, actually. So if we ever come that side of the border, we would let you know. And yeah. you know, maybe you can catch up with us and drink. A Absolutely, beer man. I I will definitely come by. What? How do yeah, you guys? How do you guys spend time? You just said drink beer. Do you? What do you do when you're just hanging out? Yeah, pretty much we are jamming because we. It's, it's the main reason because we are we are together but also we we have fun with each other a lot we jamming and drinking pulque yeah this guy <laughs> this guy really loves pulque it's yes. a it's a Mex mexican dream comes mm. from the from the agave mm. and then this other guy and myself are more like uh weed guys <laughs> something like that yeah and the other guy it's more uh, really like uh an alcohol guy, an alcohol guy also, but we are pretty much focused on the music. We are always talking about that and talking about bands and talking about new rhythms and new ideas. That's our way to spend time. Cool. Do you guys ever play music under the influence of the weed or the alcohol? And if so, how does that affect your playing? Uh, I, I don't really know. <laughs> for me it's not a, 
a good creation under the influence of alcohol. Mm -hmm. But yes, I've not played in my life in in alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, I have. I I have. I myself have. Uh -huh. I have played under the pretty much every time that we play, I play on the, <laughs> the yeah, influence yeah. of that. <laughs> and I don't know, I really don't think that it affects. I actually think that it helps me a little bit to to kind of reduce the stress of being mm. thinking, what am I going to play? What am I going to do right now? And it kind of helps me to focus myself on the music and what we are creating right now, like to be that moment. So I think that it helps me. I don't, I wouldn't say that it's like a, a mandatory thing, but I really like it. I really like to be playing on that stuff. And mm. these guys also like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you guys usually, do you guys usually smoke it or do you eat it in some form? No, we usually smoke it. I have tried edibles, but they are not working with me i don't know what's going on wow y te pregunta que si tú has comido como un pastel o algo así ah sí sí de hecho en la preparatoria pues solíamos a veces consumirlo pero creo que fueron como tres de cada cinco yeah he says that in high school he would uh, try <laughs> a couple of these things uh -huh. and they were great but well right now we pretty much smoke that <laughs> <laughs> cool man well if we ever hook up I'll uh, I'll bring some Eddies to the party. <laughs> yeah, of course, please. Uh -huh. All yes. right, guys. Well, I I think we have enough here for an episode. I think we're of all course. set. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having us with you. And well, we wish to be in the states very soon. Yeah, Maybe man. Catch up with you. For sure. We'll we'll cross paths. Yeah. Thanks for the rad music, guys. I appreciate you very much.